This edition of The Wellness Prescription is brought to you by Healthy Planet, your source to healthy living. Good morning. I'm Dr. Claudia. Welcome to The Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. Thank you all for tuning in every Saturday. So much has changed in the world over the last year. Individuals have lost their jobs, we've been health challenged, and we've had to make life-changing decisions. It has definitely been a year to remember. And the pandemic has forced many of us and families to relocate for one reason or another. And moving can be stressful under normal circumstances, but there are resources to help the process be less stressful. Joining me today to help you alleviate the stress of moving and relocating is Jimmy McGavin from You Move Me, a franchise of North American Moving Company. Welcome, Jimmy. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you, Claudia. Happy to be here. Awesome. I'm so excited to talk to you because we all know that so much has changed in the world and moving is one of those things that nobody really loves to do, it, but sometimes we're forced to. So before we begin, tell us about You Move Me. How do you help individuals and families move and often relocate from one city to another? Well, we're a residential and commercial moving and packing company located in Toronto and the GTA. And we, well, we help people move and pack and get their stuff organized. And, you know, we really focus on, you know, the people who are going to be moving, moving our movers or our packers and, you know, assisting, assisting customers with kind of as, you know, a stress-free move. <laughs> moving isn't really stress-free, but we try and make it as stress-free as possible. So basically you're helping people like package their stuff, get it ready for shipping, organize it so when it gets to their destination, wherever that may be, it's more organized. Yeah, it's more organized and also, you know, moving is something that, you know, most people can't really do themselves. And a lot of the times what happens is you can, you know, they'll, they'll run into, you know, damages or issues and, and, you know, it's a lot of work to move a big home. So, you know, what we specialize in is, you know, we pad and wrap and protect furniture. You know, if we're packing, you know, we pack up the day before and get things organized and label the boxes and, and just kind of make sure that, you know, that day that they're moving it kind of goes as smooth as, as, you know, moving can be. So you're actually there at moving day as well, kind of helping the, you know, everybody load stuff on trucks and taking that stress away from the family. Yep, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so because so much has changed and we're in a global pandemic, how has this impacted your moving business? Has there been a notable increase um, of the people moving? And what are some of the reasons why people are moving? (laughs) Well, yeah, very good question. It's, it's quite unbelievable how many people are kind of moving out of the city um, and within the city. There's a lot of people that are moving within the city, but you're, we are seeing, a, you know, an increase in moving to, you know, both. It's kind of a combination between, you know, urban and rural areas, right? Urban being, you know, smaller communities, you know, more affordable housing and just kind of getting out of the city and the rural is kind of you know people taking that big step and saying we're just getting completely out of the city and you know we're moving to the countryside and you know it's you know we're doing a complete you know life change uh and basically you know you see a lot of people that are you know more and more working from home and you know commuting once or twice a week you know makes you know make things easier you don't have to commute every day and that's a big change so we're seeing a lot of that happening and then we're also seeing you know students are moving back home and rental prices have changed within condos so you're we're seeing a lot of people just moving down the street 
getting better prices from a one-bedroom or a bachelor condo, that kind of stuff. So big changes. Right, and those are those are some really big changes. Now, you know, you, you mentioned like students moving uh, back home or, you know, people just moving farther away because they're not having to commute as much. Do you feel like it's kind of an even number of people wanting to, you know, simplify their lives or is it just out of need? It's, I think it's, I think it's people that are, it's a combination of both. Okay. So you're, you have people that are kind of simplifying their needs and it's, you know, I think that people are just seeing that, you know, there's more kind of opportunities right now and, and it's, you know, and COVID's really put a big change into the way people are thinking and, and their lifestyles and, and a lot of people are just, you know, their, their, their lifestyles are changing. So, right. So yeah. to me, the idea of moving, even the idea of it is making me feel stressed out and it's nerve-wracking. I wouldn't even know where to begin. The most important thing about moving is you absolutely want to declutter your house and you want to be as organized as you can on move day. But, you know, certain things, you know, you want to go through your kitchen. You want to look at everything that you don't really use in your kitchen, right? I mean, there's a lot of gadgets. There's small appliances. There's things, these little cupboards, little places that you open. You just kind of look at it and go, I don't use that. Those are the things that you want to get rid of. You want to get rid of books, you know, especially stuff you don't read, magazines, you know, that kind of stuff. You want to look at, you know, shoes you don't wear, clothes you don't wear, towels, linens, sheets, etc. You know, and then there's a lot of cleaning supplies and, you know, maybe stuff in the garage that, you know, you're looking at and, you know, you want to get rid of paints and, and, you know, and, you know, any alcohol that you haven't had, you know, you haven't had for a long time, you definitely want to get rid of uh, cheap furniture, you know, stuff that, you know, you don't use, you don't want to have. And then, you know, anything, you know, last but not least, you know, anything that you kind of forgot you owned. Okay, super important. Mm -hmm. it, there's nothing nicer than kind of moving into a place where, you know, you're taking your stuff out of your boxes and you're putting them back into your brand new place and it's everything that you just, you know, you really need and want for your, for your household. Right. I mean, that sounds great. I mean, the idea of somebody going into my junk drawer in my kitchen and taking everything out, it sounds amazing, but then what do I do with all the stuff that I don't want to take with me? This is another stressful idea and thought for me. So how do you guys help with that? We have many different places to, to kind of donate. So, you know, certain things like clothes, I mean, they have little drop-off places throughout the city where you can get rid of your, you know, your clothes, your linens, you know, any of that kind of stuff. There's a lot of people that need that stuff. So you may not be using it, but a lot of people might find use for it. And, and donations, so donating places. Look in, you know, Google in your area, you know, places, you know, you know that you can donate furniture. And furniture is great to donate. There's a lot of need for use furniture and kitchen household appliances and all that kind of stuff goes to use. So just look at, you know, look up, just Google in your area, you know, find these places where you can donate and, uh, and, and, uh, you know, help your community a little bit and take the stress up. You'll feel good about it. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and you're getting rid of things that you really don't need. And so when I, let's say I decide on a move and I call you move me, what can I expect as a client? Like how can, what, what would I expect your services to include and how would I go about, you know, um, taking advantage of a stress-free move? Well, what we'll do is, you know, we, we have um, a moving checklist, which is great. So first of all, you'll call us. And we'll, get, you'll, we'll ask you what type of services you need, okay? And then we'll answer all your questions that, you know, that need to kind of go, you know, with the process. 
We'll send you a moving checklist, which is very, very helpful. It kind of goes through, you know, six weeks prior to your move, what you should be thinking of, right? It has everything to do with packing, decluttering, you know, changing, you know, your, your, your bills, your internet, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's a very important thing to just kind of look at it. It's, it's just a one-page overview of everything. And then our services, what we provide is we provide packing services. So you can have us for packers or you can have us for movers, one or the other. Most people just do the, you know, the moving portion of it, but a lot of people you know, also want the packing just to take it, the stress completely out and have a completely stress-free move. But I'm just going to focus on you know, what's really important about the move. You just really want to make sure that that decluttering process is you know, very you know, thoroughly looked at. And when it comes to move day, you want to be as prepared as possible for your move. And that means, you know, having your, having your boxes labeled, everything that fits into a box is in a box and ready to go. And every, you know, and we'll come in and we'll take care of taking your stuff and your furniture apart, putting it back together again, padding and wrapping your furniture, making sure that there's going to be no damages. But just making, whether it's packing or just the moving, you really want to be prepared on that day. And I think that's the key. So I guess that would be the key to how we can make a move, like a big move, less stressful is being organized. And that's something that your company will help with, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll go through all the steps. Like I said, we have a, you know, a moving checklist that you can download on our website, which is super, super helpful. They can call us at any time and, you know, with any questions that they need. It happens a lot. You know, moving is a very stressful time. So we get lots of those calls, and, uh, and we kind of just go through the process with people and just make sure that you know, they understand you know, what needs to be done to make that, that day less stressful. So now I, I'm going I'm to ask this question. So let's say I'm moving. I started packing or un, unraveling my cupboards and my drawers and all that, and I've selected items that need to be discarded and need to be brought with me. In your packing service, is that something that you will do with the client or like you'll, somebody will do that with me and say, okay, this stays, this goes? Um, I really, no, we're not a decluttering company. We're more of a packing and moving company. Okay. Right, so no, we don't, we don't deal with that. We, deal, we, we can assist you with what you're supposed to do and how to get rid of these items. Okay, but we're moving. So when we move, that's the actual day of. And that needs the all the decluttering, all of that stuff even needs to happen before that packing day. So when you're decluttering and setting all that stuff, everything up, you really need to have that done before the packing day because we're just going to be packing your stuff, you know, into the boxes the day before. Generally, that's when that packing happens and then moving you the following day. And that makes a lot of sense because this way you've already taken all that guesswork out. You've made your boxes of items that need to stay, and then all it is is just moving and being less stressed out about the move and dealing with all the other stuff. Exactly. So I'm always curious to know if you, know, you have um, had any really amazing experiences where people have just been like overwhelmed and you think of a you know a person who is just like so grateful for having you come in there and move them and set them up again in their new dwelling it happens it happens all the time with us what can i say Claudia? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, 
Of course. And I think, you know, I think a really important thing, and I'm, I'm going to bring this up because I didn't bring it up before, something that everybody really wants to do, should do, sorry, is to look at, you know, the different companies. Make sure you're getting a really good company, okay? And good companies are going to hire the right people. And I always stress this. People are so important when it comes to moving. It is, it's that one day that people don't look forward to. And if you have great people that come in and deal with, you know, and are dealing with you, you just, you, you, you feel great. You know, our guys, you know, they're uniform, they're great people. We spend a lot of time, you know, making sure that, you know, they're, you know, they're professional. They're, they're the type of people you want on moving day and good moving companies are going to, you know, hire their own people and make sure that that is the right fit. And that is what makes a great move is the people and the training that they received for their, you know, for the move day. Exactly. And those are the ones who are going to make the move less stressful and, we're, and not affect a person uh, in such a negative way that the experience is just horrible off the get-go. I, I, I totally love that. And I feel like with everything going on, that's what we're looking for. We're looking for solutions that are going to help alleviate stress because we actually don't need any more of that in our lives for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Jimmy, I can't thank you enough for telling us all this and for letting people know that we can make a move less stressful and less uh, harsh on your own personal health. If somebody wanted to utilize your services, learn more about you, how can they do that? They can reach us. They can go to our website at www.youmoveme.com. They can go to our Facebook page, or you can call me directly at my office at 416-572-0202. Or you can, or there, you can just go to our website, and there's our 1-800 number as well, and you'll get, uh, you'll get a professional you know, moving specialist to assist you. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time, and I wish you the best of luck as you move people uh, from home to home. Thank you very much for having me. It's been my, great. My pleasure. When we come back keeping our kids active during the pandemic. This is The Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Have a question for Dr. Claudia? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 105.9 The Region or email us info at 1059theregion.com. The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to The Wellness Prescription. My next guest is Sonia Haas. She is an award-winning health and wellness expert, and she's here to talk to us today about how to stay active during this pandemic and why it's so important to get our kids moving and grooving also. So thank you so much for joining us, Sonia. How are you today? Thank you so much for having me, Claudia. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, I've been watching you closely on Instagram, and you are one busy bee, and it seems, <laughs> <laughs> and it seems as though the pandemic hasn't stopped you. And most of us, because of the pandemic, have adopted a more sedentary lifestyle. We're commuting less. We're getting at the house less. Can't even go to the gym. And some of us haven't embraced the online workouts that are being offered. So what do you recommend for individuals to get active again? Oh, Claudia, honestly, you know, the pandemic has been so challenging, and I feel like it hasn't been, you know, a consistent experience for anybody. It's been, you know, evolving the entire way through. Some people started strong, then they fell off. Now they're trying to find their motivation again. Some people have just been sedentary the whole way through, and now it feels like a ginormous mountain to climb to even find their health and wellness again. It's been a real struggle for everyone, myself included in different ways, because, 
you know, when you've got kids at home and you've got the online schooling and you've got your own career, it can be really challenging to day in and day out find those moments to really focus on your health and wellness. But one of the biggest things that I suggest to any of my clients or anyone I speak with when it comes to, like, how do you find your way back now? You know, with the world soon to be hopefully opening back up and the fact that we know that we're going to be able to, you know, get back to some version of normal, rather than waiting for that time and then sort of approaching fitness and nutrition again for the first time then, my recommendation is really just to start trying to chip away at it now. And even though that sounds like a really challenging thing, it doesn't have to be as hard as it seems if you adopt really small, almost silly, stupid changes that feel so easy that you can't fail to create that positive slow momentum that you can build off of. So for example, something as easy as making a commitment to start to drink a little bit more water every day. And now I don't mean going from drinking no water to drinking three liters of water because you'll be peeing all the time, but slowly taking it up where, you know, you're getting to 500 milliliters, you're getting to a liter, you're slowly working your way up to two liters a day so that you can allow your body that hydration, that boost of energy, sort of giving your body exactly what it needs from um, a hydration standpoint to really allow it to function the way it's supposed to. A lot of the times, you know, we don't realize that we're feeling sluggish and we're feeling tired and we're feeling snacky and we're feeling fatigued because we're, in fact, not getting enough hydration. So something as simple as just starting to focus on water can be a really easy tool to not only, like, get the hydration back up, but also to signal to yourself on a daily basis, like, okay, yeah, I'm starting to focus on this a little bit. I got a little gold star yesterday. I drank enough water. Like that starts to give you just a little bit of positive narrative. And yes, sorry, go ahead. No, and I love that because I feel like, you know, with, you know, COVID and all this pandemic and the lockdown, I feel like it's impacted mental health, you know, immensely. And starting like that where you're setting yourself little tiny goals that you can give yourself a gold star for is going to help the mental health aspect as well. 100%. At 100%. And it really is mostly the mental health piece of the equation, whether it's that you're drinking water, whether it's you're focusing on, you know, starting to layer in better nutrition. I think one of the biggest things is we start to think about what can we take away? How can we restrict? How can we sort of like cut things out of our lives to make sure that we feel like we're now going to be super hardcore and on track? But when you focus on the mental health piece of it and you really focus on sort of like creating this landscape where you're starting to feel more in control, starting to feel more positive, one of the best ways to go about doing that is to focus on layering in the positive aspects. So rather than focusing on what you're not going to eat, why not start focusing on what you can layer in this week so that you do feel like you're making a little bit of progress? Is it, for example, you know, you're eating one big salad every day. And who knows what else is happening, but you've committed to eating one big salad every day. Again, it feels like a small little win, something you can give yourself a gold star over, something that's going to create that positive momentum and that feedback loop of positivity is what's really going to help channel your mental health in the right direction. I completely agree with you. I love that advice. Now, not only have adults been less active, kids have also become more sedentary just because organized sports are not happening and activities have been canceled. How can we get our children more moving more and moving better? I think one of the biggest things, whether we like it or not, is that we need to set an example. And, you know, 
children will emulate what they see. They will want to get involved with what you're doing. Now, this may change when you have teenagers. Admittedly, I still have young kids who want to spend all their time with me. But what I have found is the more that I am physically active and the more that I want to go outside, ride a bike, do an activity that is more physical as opposed to like let's sit down together and play a board game or let's sit down together and draw or color, which are also great things. But the more that I start to facilitate that movement, the more the kids want to join along. And so I hate to put the pressure on the parents because we're already doing so much. But if there's any way to make that movement a part of what you're doing with the kids, whether it's as simple as going for a walk or playing a little bit of tag or you know, just finding different obstacle courses that you can create outside or inside that can get both them and you moving. I think what you'll find surprising is that they're going to have a tremendous amount of fun, but you actually kind of get into it as well. It becomes less of this like, oh God, now I need to focus on physical activity with my children and more like, oh, hey, are we like all kind of moving as a family? Is this like super cute and kind of like a sitcom? It feels engaging. You start to get into it and the more you can get the whole family involved, the more it feels less like work, to be honest. And I noticed that. I noticed it on your you know, social media. You, you have two young kids. Your daughter is the older one. And yes. I noticed that you involve her in your workouts. Is that what you're trying to do? Set an example, get her moving, and let her understand that it's really an important part of our lives? Absolutely. I think, you know, the reality of the situation is she's been home for most, most of this year. And for me, it has been um, my sort of postpartum journey back to finding my strength and my fitness and, you know, focusing on my health. But again, it's been during the pandemic. So it's been a really sort of odd dynamic. And one of the things that I've really been trying to just sort of focus on for myself that has really worked out to be in her benefit as well is that fitness and just sort of focusing on healthy living has been tremendous for me from a mental health standpoint and also something that she's been seeing glimpses of day in and day out every day. So she'll come join me and be like, oh, can I like spin beside you while you're doing the Peloton or, you know, can I do this workout with you or why don't I do this? And she may not stay engaged for the entire time, but there's that curiosity, there's that interest, there's that excitement, and there's that constant reinforcement that like, okay, like this is something mom does, this is something that I might want to consider doing. And even in scenarios where, for example, you know, she wants to go for a bike ride or she wants to do something active outside, and I'm like, oh, like... I don't really feel like it. Like, can we do something else? She'll be like, mom, I think it's time for you to get moving again. Like, what are your steps saying today? And she'll sort of call me out, which feels both amazing and kind of threatening at the same time. (laughs) But it works out really well because it's just, you know, it's a normalized part of the narrative, I think is the thing. And so it's, it's just sort of creating that atmosphere and it becomes sort of a symbiotic feedback loop for both the parent and the child, the more that they can be a part of it, as opposed to it being like, I do this on my own, you stay over there, this has nothing to do with you, but now you go be physically active on your own as well. It just doesn't really work as seamlessly that way, I find. And uh, yeah, that sound, that makes so much sense. And I, I, I figure, like when I explain to my patients that, you know, just get active with your children. It, it, it also is important to know that working out with your younger kids is not going to be a full-on workout for you. Right. So you might have to add to it later, but at least you know you're tucking out your children, so at least yep. you know you're getting them active, you're getting them moving, but you might have to continue on your workout at a later time. So do you agree with that? Absolutely. I agree with that, you know, especially if you're looking for that, you know, dedicated fitness focus. But if, you know, you're really looking at, you know, making those small steps 
to feeling healthier and more in control now as we sort of come into this phase of the pandemic and hopefully as we move our way out. I think one of the most surprising things I have found, um, even as somebody who is so fitness focused, is that the little things really do add up. You know, the little workout with your kids, deliberately going for a 15-minute walk in between Zoom sessions, um, you know, choosing to go up and down the stairs a few extra times instead of being lazy and being like, you know what, I'm going to go get that thing later or go to the basement later. Actually just mobilizing yourself more and more to just generally be less sedentary makes a tremendous difference in terms of your overall progress when it comes to just like weight loss and just alleviating those joint pains and aches and all that stuff that we're all experiencing because we're so hunched forward in terms of our laptops and our phones and everything. I think, you know, it's like if you want to focus on the fitness piece, absolutely make sure you're getting in a solid workout with or without your kids and extend that time period so you're doing at least a 20 or 30-minute session. But if you're not so focused on building muscle and focusing on that weight loss component, just get yourself moving. The weather's getting better. We're outside. The more that you can carve out 5, 10, 15-minute little intervals throughout the day, you know, the more you're going to see at the end of the day, you're like, oh, my gosh, I really did get 10 to 15,000 steps in. How did that happen? And it feels a lot less onerous when it isn't this, like, now I must go on a 90-minute walk. That feels really challenging. And who has that kind of stamina on a daily basis, especially when you've got kids in the mix? Mm-hmm. I love that. And I think it makes a lot of sense. And also, I, I like to like tell my clients that if you're looking for the weight loss and you know building the cardio, you do have to work out for a minimum of 30 minutes. And I heard 100%. that that was your recommendation. A hundred percent. So you know, if we're going to do like high intensity interval training, absolutely, we can sometimes get away with a little bit shorter. Like if you're going to bust out a four minute Tabata session where you are being chased by a lion and your heart rate is like you know really boring to like 95 percent of your max capacity. Sure, there are scenarios where we can get away with less than 30 minutes, but for your average person who's looking to build that cardio capacity, looking to facilitate some, you know, metabolic effect, looking to start to facilitate some fat burn, 30 minutes is a really excellent place to start. And so 30 minutes, how many times a week do you recommend? You know what, I think three times a week is a great place to start. You know, I think one of the biggest challenges that we find is that, like, you know, people are like, I'm going to be committed, and now I'm doing it seven days a week. And that's, first of all, it's not enough time to give your muscles any recovery, and we know that recovery is really where the body changes. But in addition to that, that's really setting yourself up, sorry, setting yourself up for failure because who has, you know, that sort of consistency in time every single day given all that we're juggling? So I would say starting with three times a week, 30-minute sessions apiece. That is something that is digestible. You are going to see tangible results from it. You are really going to see – fitness boost from it, like you will actually see a performance improvement from 30 minutes three times a week, that's more than enough to bite into. And then sure, as we start to build momentum, if you want to add in a fourth day or if you want to start extending those sessions to be more like 45 minutes, I think there's no reason that somebody shouldn't be able to do that and feel really good about it. But setting yourself up for failure is really, I think, what we commonly do by making sure that we do seven days a week, and that is unreasonable and unnecessary. Right. And it's just going to set you up for disaster and disappointment. Totally. I can, uh, yeah, and I can't thank you enough. So you're always such a wealth of knowledge, and you're always so positive. Oh, thank you. Absolutely Likewise. love it. And I wish you luck with keeping your kids busy, active, in school. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I know for sure that listeners are going to want to know more about you, and if they do, how can they do that? Uh, they can find me at SoniaJoss.com or at SoniaJoss um, on Instagram. I'm pretty active, and 
I've got little tidbits and videos and things that I share there um, pretty regularly that incorporate the kids and just really focus on healthy living in general. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Claudia. Have a great day. You too. And of course, you can follow me on Instagram at Claudia underscore Macchiella or my website, ClaudiaMacchiella.com. That's my show for this week. For previous broadcasts of The Wellness Prescription, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thank you for listening. The Wellness Prescription was brought to you by Healthy Planet. Order online at HealthyPlanetCanada.com or go online to find a location nearest you.